Hi everyone and welcome to Leukemia Chatters, a podcast about blood cancer from Leukemia Care. For Blood Cancer Awareness Month 2019, we spoke to the three well-known faces about their experiences with leukemia and about their thoughts on our Spot Leukemia campaign. This week, Chris and Nicole went to speak to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is a WWE wrestler who was also diagnosed with CML. Because wrestlers are often given a storyline, many people thought that Roman Reigns' diagnosis was part of that. In fact, his CML diagnosis was very real. So, after your return earlier this year, we did a tweet that um, ended up being shown to 4 million people explaining why your leukaemia wasn't wrong. Do you think that the fact that this misconception about leukaemia exists is because people don't understand what leukaemia is? Do you think it's the cynicism in wrestling or do you think it's a combination of both? I think it's just the ignorance of leukaemia. I think they, you know... It's such a, the word alone is intimidating, leukemia. It sounds like a cancer word. It sounds like it could take your life up, but people haven't realized the different phases, you know. So uh, I did see this tweet. I actually asked if I could retweet it, and I was advised not to just because it, just where we yeah, were and, yeah. and, you know, wow. in Just that knowing phase, that you saw it, yeah, that I makes us feel yeah, good. Yeah. It, it was very, yeah. Four million people saw it in the yeah, end, so. We were texting each other that morning as well, so mm-hmm. we were like, shall we do this? And, it, and No, yeah. thank you. You went, went a bit mad. Because it, that's the whole thing about me and this huge WWE platform is that's why I want people to know so they could understand that it's, this is, it's not what you see in the movies. It's not, you know, there's a we're in a different place now. We, we are making advancements. There are things and we are, you know, doing a lot of good things to help people and save lives. We just don't always concentrate on those things. Media, what we like to talk about is a very controversial based, you know, subject. That's, that's what we like to discuss, but nobody wants to talk about the good moments, the wins. So with my story, uh, and you know, the help of, you know, our medication and, you know, the medical breakthroughs that we have, I think it's very important that people understand that, you know, we are we are winning some of these battles and there are reasons, there are very specific reasons why I look and I am maintaining the health that I have. Uh, and it's important that people know that. Do you feel a burden being the flag bearer? Because I think there's a tiered system. I support a lot of people through the through the charity, but you're the most famous CMR patient on the planet now. You know, is there a pressure that comes with that? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, I look up to you, and I'll be completely you. honest. And when I see your stuff, I'm just blown away by it. But um, you know, who do you go to? Who do you look to for that inspiration? And wow, it's the children. Um, you know, for me, I, I'm very fortunate. You know, with the opportunities and connections that we make through the WWE, and you know, whether it's be a wish, uh, LLS, you know, different pediatric uh, hospitals, you know, children's hospitals that I'm able to visit. It's, it's these young children, you know, um, to be able to be, you know, so new to this world and then take on so much darkness, uh, to be able to continue to be able to focus on the light when you're going through the clouds and to have no true life experience or perspective. All they know is they just want to live another day. Uh, those are the real heroes to me. So they are the ones that I am pulling from currently. But the beauty of this now and, and being kind of this flag bearer is, it creates so many opportunities to meet so many new people, to meet so many people with great stories, to shed light to their story. Uh, so what I want to do is be able to take this giant mountain that WWE has and take so many of these victory stories and plant these flags on top, share them with the world.
That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. That's Thank that's you. great. Can we talk about your your life at the moment, um, sort of on an individual basis? Because I mean, I know what it's like taking the tablet every morning and sort of getting on with the day. What's your routine like? How does it affect your your fitness and things like that? You know, there's you know has a little things. Um, some days, uh, you know, you always have to do it right. You know, that's my thing. Is I always try to get a big meal in my big glass of water, but some days I just don't take to it as, as good as other days. Some days it makes me a little nauseous. Uh, I do a good job with kind of being able to keep everything down and not going all the way as far as, you know, puking, but it does have that little bit of nausea. Um, it, it can, you know, disrupt your stomach a little bit. You have to change some of your eating habits. Uh, I can't take in as much protein as I used to just because of digestive purposes. Yeah. Um, alcohol intake, obviously. I hang out with a lot of good friends, and we have a cool job, and sometimes we like to celebrate. So I got to be that guy that kind of sits on the side of the party here and there. Did um, you cut alcohol out completely, yeah? Uh, I'll have me a little, like a glass of wine here and there. But, yeah, for the most part, pretty much out completely. Um, I can't really go in the sun as much as you can kind of see the hyperpigmentation from, from my medication. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few different things, but at the end of the day, I woke up, you know, that. I'd rather deal with a few side effects here or there uh, and continue to wake up every day, continue to do what I love, continue to watch my children grow. Uh, but it is what it is. And I'll take a, a goofy tan line any day of the week as long as uh, God keeps yeah. me healthy and remain, you know, as long as I can remain on earth, I'm good to go. My little boy's seven and I took him fishing recently. And uh, yeah, I burned yeah. really, really badly yeah. straight across my nose. And it was a lesson I thought, never again, sunblock all the way. All He's the like, way. Dad, what happened to your face? I know. Yeah. I had to ask myself that too. Was I wearing sunglasses? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. Side effect, all right. Yeah, it's not a great look, is it? But how do your children cope with this? Are they aware? You've got little ones, my, haven't you? Yeah, my, my boys are very young, so they're just, they're babies. They're, they're just doing their thing. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter, uh, I think just because I didn't take on a huge physical transformation, I think that helped her with not becoming too worried or too involved. Um, so... With her, I just I continue to remind her that I'm going to be fine. We're in a little bit of a rough patch, but the good thing is Dad's going to be home for a little while. So if you can, just help me out. You know, give me a lot of love. Uh, spend as much time with me as you can, and uh, I'll be fine. And, and she trusted that, and thank God it worked. Um, and thank God everything worked out fine. But uh, but yeah, she's always looked at me kind of I think as kind of a, a personality of strength, someone that you know can go and do these crazy things and and you know get the family where we need to be so i just didn't want to take that perspective away from her i want to continue to kind of be that real life superhero and i think as she gets older and her understanding you know becomes greater she'll she'll know what I, what happened and, and the life i've lived is has been pretty remarkable i just don't want to worry too much for me oh that's lovely sorry nicole that's all right so obviously you're clearly a very young CML patient, very young by medical standards and quite clearly male. Male patients as a whole that really struggle to reach out for support. What would you say to any male patient out there struggling with any type of leukemia? It's hard, you know, because us men, we, we are, we're stubborn, we're stubborn people. We, we are proud um, and we wear it on our sleeves. Drop that pride, guys. Uh, trust your medical staff. Believe in what they're saying. We, we think we're macho men and we can, our bodies can just do it. And trust me, I'm one of those guys who thought he could just do it. We're not. We need the help. Uh, our doctors, uh, they, 
you know, our doctors, the medical staffs, everybody, they put so much time, so much effort, so many resources into finding these different medications and cures. Do a simple thing and take the pill. Don't be stubborn. Um, it's not nothing, weakness, is it? Nothing wrong with a little bit of help. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of help. Uh, and in terms of that, that treatment that we're talking about, you came in for a bit of criticism in terms of chemo- chemotherapy and TKI. What, what's your take on that? Because you know, I'm the firm believer of, of owning this. I mean, it's mine, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll call it what I want to call it, ultimately. And I do call it an oral chemotherapy. But let's clear that up once and for all. You know, what, What's your take on that? I, I say it just like you said it. It's, I take an, an oral chemotherapy. Um, I, you know, I don't have to go in for radiation. It can feel like a, the analogy I use is this. Um, I went to war, but I didn't shoot my gun. It kind of feels like so. It's a weird thing because there's this weird, and, it, and it, I don't, I don't want to say this is necessarily, necessarily for men, but there's that pride thing again happening. And and now, now the question is, have you suffered enough, or you know, or you're not as bad as this person? Why should I be as bad as the next person? Why do I have to be as bad as the next person to be in a bad way? You know, we're all different. We all have our own journeys. Our bodies all react the way they react, and everything's happening for a reason, and it happened to us for our reason. Um, so I can't really go off of other people's uh, journeys. I can only go off of mine and share what's happening to me. Uh, and anyone who's in a worse situation, nothing but prayers and support coming my way. But I'm not going to belittle my story or be ashamed of it just because I didn't suffer as much as the next person. I would never ask that. I would never want it to be. I'm very fortunate for how my life has turned out and, and you know, the struggles that I've met and, uh, you know, thankfully conquered, but I'm good where I'm at. I don't, I don't need anything worse to prove anything to anybody else. Because our job is to support the next person as well. Absolutely. There's someone being diagnosed with, with blood cancer now, tomorrow, the next week. And I feel that our job, you know, the three of us in terms of that great big global cycle is to make sure that those people are looked after. And thank the Lord that we are all in a position to be able to do that. So, yeah, that feels really, really good. We're a good outlook for someone who's struggling, someone who, who is worried. They can look at people like us and know there's a place for me. Yeah. And that's where I want to be. I want to be in that fraternity there, a survivor group right there. Yeah. And guess what they're doing? They're continuing that work for future survivors. So. Hope it all counts. And they're living. That's a big thing. Yeah. And, and carrying on and mm-hmm. living a normal life. Yep. It's achievable. Yeah. Very achievable. That's New why, normal. That's why I feel when people see me in that ring, when they know that I can do, I can get through what happened to me and still do something like going out there and, and being a performer, throwing my body around in front of millions of people. The fact that I'm still able to do that, I think that should be able to give a lot of hope to people that they can lead a normal life. We can, we can progress and we can still live a very full life. I can absolutely assure you that comes across loud and clear. So that is incredible. Um, can we just do something a little bit fun for the wrestling fans? It's, it's 20 questions in one minute and yes, no's, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Or pass if you don't want to do them. And then we're absolutely done and we'll leave you alone. Okay, you're ready. Cats or dogs? Uh, dogs. Who hits the hardest? Me. Best friend in wrestling? Uh, Archer. Your, your hero? My mom. Favorite city to perform in? Uh, Tokyo. Best wrestling venue? Uh, AT&T uh, Stadium, Dallas, Texas. Good shout. Uh, best album right now? Little Wayne, uh, Carter Five. Dream opponent, past or present? Uh, Shield Triple Threat. Stunner or Rock Bottom? Uh, rock Bottom. Raw or Smackdown? <laughs> Coffee or tea? Uh, both. Ambrose or Rollins? Both. Greatest of all time? Oh, 
Steve Austin. Favorite sports team? Uh, 49ers. Who's the one to watch? Me. Best talker ever? Uh, Rock. Shane or Steph? Shane or Steph? Shane or... Oh, Steph. (laughs) Kindle or paper? Kindle or paper? Books. Oh, I didn't even know what a Kindle was. Uh, Paper. Okay. Favorite gimmick ever? Macho Man. Surf or Turf? Both. Nice. Great answers. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Look, we really appreciate you doing this My for the pleasure. charity. Thank you so much. Oh, pleasure is all mine. Pleasure Cheers. to meet you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leukemia Chatters. For more information and support from Leukemia Care, go to our website, leukemiacare.org.uk, or call our helpline 08088 010 444.